Welcome to In the Studio with Michael Card. What you are about to hear was recorded several years ago at the Mole Inn Studio. Though some of the details about guests and ministries may have changed over the years, the powerful lessons from the music and conversations are as true as when we first heard them. You can stay current with Michael's music and teaching ministry via Facebook or Twitter when you search for Michael Card. Now, join us for this classic edition in the studio. This is In the Studio with Michael Card. We come to you from Franklin, Tennessee. Why do we come to you from Franklin? Well, that's your home, Michael. That's right. We have a studio here up in the woods, and uh, and you guys like coming all the way down here from Chicago. <laughs> I love coming here and spending time together with you and all the, the others that uh, come to the studio, including men of the Empty Hands Fellowship, which we'll yeah. explain later today, but just a great group of men. Yeah, we have a, a sort of a selection of the brothers coming to pray with us here in a little while. As a matter of fact, that's the second part of our program today, a, a concert of prayer, really, with mm-hmm. these men who have gathered here in the studio today. Yeah, and you're going to have guys from uh, all over the world. Uh, Slavic is going to be here. And from we have Ukraine. A, from Ukraine. We have a brother from South Africa. And, and one of the special things that I don't think we've covered as much, I think we've done one or two programs with a couple of the brothers, but we have uh, two Native American brothers who are going to come. So you'll no doubt be hearing Choctaw, and uh, and they sing when they pray. And uh, <laughs> and if you're a First Nations person out there, you want to uh, listen in because you may hear uh, some languages that you uh, recognize. Well, we encourage prayer, and uh, we'll be doing that together with these men later in the program today. Yeah. We're going to sing a couple of songs for us today, including Bears of the Light in just a moment. Later, you'll sing Heal Our Land. Mm-hmm, for the and prayer Dr. time. And Dr. George Guthrie will be here with us in a yeah, moment. Yeah, George is going to, we're going to continue our look in Second uh, Corinthians, and he is a brother who is just saturated himself with that book and the life of Paul. So Full program this yeah, week. Let's yeah. get started now by asking Michael to sing Bears of the Light. The light we must bear is the light we must share is the light that illumines the darkness. The promises kept give us strength to accept this burden of bearing the light. He will walk beside us A strong friend Barnabas He will be that sure shoulder to lean on The promise we share is our burden to bear And our light tells the darkness to be gone The light we must bear is the light we must share Is the light that illumines the darkness The promises kept give us strength to accept This burden of bearing the light He will come after me, this young Timothy Looking for someone to guide him I will kindle his light, make him strong for the fight I will promise to be there beside him must bear is the light we must share is the light that illumines the darkness the promises kept give us strength to accept this burden of bearing the light and so we must claim in his powerful name the promise the bible has spoken We must understand that a cord of three strands cannot be easily broken. The great need of us all, a true mentor, a Paul, who has traveled the road that's before us. He has made good the pledge to take the light on ahead. We can follow his footsteps before us. Bear is the light we must share, is the light that illumines the darkness. The promises kept give us strength to accept this burden of bearing the light. The promises kept give us strength to accept this burden of bearing the light. 
that we would all be bearers of the light. Thank you for singing that to open our program today, Michael. Dr. George Guthrie is with us again this week. George is the Benjamin W. Perry Professor of Bible at UU Union University in Jackson, Tennessee. So thank you for driving over to Franklin. Oh, it's always good to be with you guys. Thanks for asking me back. It's, a, it's, a, it's just long enough to be a long drive, and it's a big block of time, <laughs> yeah. so we, we don't take that for granted. Thanks for coming. Well, well, thanks for asking. Last time we were together, we started with George giving us an introduction to the book of Second Corinthians, fascinating mm-hmm. look at the sort of the background of this whole uh, book of the Bible. And if you missed that, it is at michaelcard.com, and you can listen to the podcast there. I encourage you to go back and listen to that. And hopefully those uh, the people who heard the program last uh, last time have read through Second Corinthians, so we can begin to build on that a little bit. Great. Yeah. Well, I think a good way to build on it might be to start at the beginning. Right. So, <laughs> Ooh, Mike, what, a, what a plan! <laughs> right. So, Mike, why don't you uh, why don't you read uh, really beginning at verse one through okay. verse seven, and then I think we'll focus on what is called the benediction in verses three through seven. Okay. Um, this letter is from Paul chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Jesus Christ and from our brother Timothy. I'm writing to God's church in Corinth and to all of his holy people throughout Greece. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same things we suffer. We are confident that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in the comfort God gives us. George, a lot of uh, the word comfort there in this this uh, blessing. Yeah, we'll talk about that word comfort there in just a few minutes. I, I do want to remind the listeners that last time we said that Paul is coming into this book and the writing of this book at a critical moment mm-hmm. in his life and ministry, a, a time which we think had been pretty tough on Paul. Yeah, you said last time that he was really broken, but this doesn't sound like a broken man to me. Well... Uh, I think that he had faced a lot of persecution. In fact, he says in the very next passage that he had just come out of an experience where he thought he was going to die Wow! so that he would be taught to rely on God rather than on himself. Mm. But he does start this book in an amazing way with praise to God, mm. with blessing God. This is a standard way that Paul begins uh, his letters, he, this is in the form of a, of a Jewish prayer of thanksgiving to God. And so it, it may say something to us right from the beginning hmm. uh, that Paul starts out this encounter with a church with which he had had difficulties. He was working through things, but he starts with a perspective of praise to God himself. It's very God-focused as you start hmm. the book. Hmm. Well, I, I noticed for, I, I'd never seen the, the focus on, on mercy and comfort. It seems like that's, that seems to resonate through that whole opening session. Yeah, let, let me talk a little bit about those two terms. The, uh, the first term, uh, which is translated by the NLT as merciful father, uh, the, the term merciful there, um, it literally reads the father of mercies. Mm. Uh, and this term is normally plural, both in the Old Testament and the Greek version of the Old Testament and in the New Testament. And probably one of the better ways of translating that would be concern in our context. In Mm. fact, the way I'm translating this right now is he is a concerned father. Mm. He is one who really cares about the difficulties that we are facing. I know when when we're involved in ministry or uh, things in life that, that get hard, one of the dynamics that can happen there is we feel like God maybe has left the room. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care. Doesn't really care about what's going on with me. But Paul mm. starts right here at the beginning, coming out of this very difficult moment in his life, calling God a concerned father. So yeah. maybe in his own experience, he had maybe a renewed experience of the fact that God is Well, I don't, I don't think 
I don't think that ever left Paul. Okay. <laughs> I think our assumption is that if you're going through the, all these difficult times, all the horrible persecution, then you must be uh, a bitter person or something like right. that. I think Paul perseveres through that, uh-huh. walking with God through through those experiences. Hmm. So it it is a situation here where he has perspective on who God is. So he is a concerned father, and he's also the the source of all comfort. The NLT says. Now, I I am translating that a little bit differently these days. I'm translating that as encouragement, which is another possible translation of the term there. What's the distinction? Well, I, I think, as one commentator has said, the word comfort in our modern context has become very much a soft word mm-hmm. and somewhat of a passive word. You know, I think of comfort as me snuggling with my pillow in bed, you know, in the wee hours of the morning, you know, on yeah. a cold uh, yeah. on a cold morning. Or God putting his arm around saying, okay, it's right. okay, patting yeah, us on the shoulder. Yeah, taking us uh, up into his lap yeah. and that kind of thing. And that's an appropriate image biblically. Mm-hmm. God is a God who yeah. offers... Under the shelter of his wings. ...that kind sure. of comfort. Yeah. That's true. But the term here is one that is um, a little more forceful than that. It, it carried the sense of... Uh, giving someone strength and courage and boldness. Hmm. You're and talking so about the Greek word the here Greek that term. you're translating. That's right, the Greek term. So uh, the word encouragement, in fact, this word can be translated and is translated, and the verb form of it is translated at times in terms of urging someone to do something. Hmm. So, um, so it's not passive at all. So it's not passive at all. Hmm. He is. He's the father who is concerned about us. And he is uh, the father of all um, encouragement for us. Mm. And I think as you read down through the passage, these different places where you have the word comfort, you could replace that with the idea of encouragement, and it it makes uh, a lot of sense of what's going on in the passage. So how would that read? I know you don't have your own, your very own translation in front of you there, George, but... Right. I, I ran off and left my Greek text, and I'm just <laughs> kicking myself for that. But it would be something like, if we just adjusted the NLT uh, a bit, uh, he encourages us in all of our troubles. That, that word troubles uh, referred to distressing situations. Mm. Uh, and that could be the circumstances on the outside as well as what I'm feeling on the inside. So he gives mm. us encouragement as we encounter these distressing situations, these troubles, so that we can give encouragement to others. Uh, when they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same encouragement God has given us. Okay. Mm. Now, he's referring to his own circumstances here, is he not? Or is, there, or is he sort of anticipating what what the church there at Corinth is going through? Because well, he talks about later, in the, just a couple of verses later, he talks about how he was delivered from mortal danger. Right. Well, he, he says in the, in the very next breath, beginning with verse 8, well, we don't want you to be ignorant of the fact what we've just gone through mm-hmm. in terms of the the terrible situation about, was, we were caught up about in. the trouble is it the same kind of a word for trouble I think so yeah, yeah. Um, I think that the uh, the passage in verses three through seven has aspects to it which would allow us to apply it a little more broadly than mm-hmm. just persecution mm-hmm. but I think what is most immediate in Paul's mind here is the persecution that he has come through for the cause of Christ and the reason I say that is a little bit further down in verse 5, he talks about us sharing in the sufferings of Christ mm. here. And and so I think that is is specifically talking about us standing with Christ, being identified with him, experiencing persecution. Well, I see something here in verse 9 that I've never seen before, and it's only because I'm sitting here reading, <laughs> reading this along with you. <laughs> it, it, he opens it, in fact, we expected to die. But then the last phrase is a, a reference to the God who raises the dead. So uh, right, and it was a it was a situation wow. in which what Paul is saying, I was brought to the limits of my own ability, or I think even his ability to hope that things were going to work out well. He was wow. he was so backed into a dark place. I think in a, in a situation of persecution mm-hmm. that he um, really expected to die. He and he was taught that God snatches you out of those, has the ability to snatch you out of those dark, dark places. Mm-hmm. And I, I know for all of us, um, Mike and I have talked about on a number of occasions that in situations where we have suffered greatly, it was in some ways, uh, th- those were times 
that were the greatest times spiritually as we look back on them. Yeah. Well, isn't that the testimony of the church around the world, as we've heard it yeah. uh, by, by brothers and sisters, that at the time of greatest persecution is the time of greatest growth and strength? And, and you're not necessarily snatched out, but God meets right. you there. That's right. right. That's and, right. And, and maybe, yeah, the snatched out part, I, I don't mean that God necessarily completely delivers us from the circumstance, but what he does is he meets us in the circumstance. Well, that's what verse 5 says. He says, you can be sure that the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Yeah, Mm. the term there that that is translated by the NLT of more and showering uh, has has the sense of overflowing. Hmm. He says that that the sufferings of Christ overflow yeah. toward us is what it literally says. Wow. So that the sufferings of Christ overflow toward us. In other words, what Paul is saying, hey, we have no shortage of suffering. Sufferings. You're going to get caught up in the <laughs> but then wave. He, yeah, that's right. But then what he says is that that we are met, that those sufferings are met point by point with encouragement from God. Wow. And so, maybe man. even exceeded by God's encouragement? Is yeah. That, I mean, the encouragement outweighs the suffering. I, I think that's uh, implied in what Paul is talking about. That's not what the text says exactly. Yeah, right. But yeah. but it's it's the point is that every time you have a measure of suffering come up, there's always the encouragement, encouragement. of God there to match it and meet it. So so it would mm-hmm. imply that there's, there's this superabundance of encouragement that is overflowing. In one translation, mm-hmm. the NET translation, even says that uh, God's encouragement overflows to us so that so as it can... spills over from us, it spills over to you. That's kind, yeah. mm. kind of what they say. I'm going to take you verse by verse here, George. Okay. Verse 6 says, so when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your benefit and salvation. That's a pretty hard pill to swallow uh, for us sometimes. And you know, we don't go through nearly what uh, others around the world go through. When right. Paul says we, he means him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that, I mean, there, there's a, a discussion about is this Paul using more of a formal language here or is uh-huh. it him talking about his team, you know, uh-huh. that, that is around him. But um, when he when he talks about um, this idea of being, being weighed down with troubles, in fact, in, in verses 6 and 7, he, he in essence is saying, when we experience persecution in our ministry, it's a win-win situation for you. Wow. Because whether we are experiencing difficulties, distressing circumstances, that's good for you because uh, we're involved in this ministry to you. Uh, we find encouragement in our distress, and that, that goes to you. He says, or whether we are encouraged, that's good for you. So whether it's a, a bad situation or a good situation, the way it works out is this is, this is all good for you wow. in terms of the of the fruit of the situation. Now, that is an amazing perspective. Uh, I, I need to get this. <laughs> I need to get this. Because it really, it, it really you, is a Michael. corrective to American Christianity. Because the, mm-hmm. the good, the comfort part, I get that part. Yeah. But no, the, we the, got that down, don't we? And I can talk and, and say the benefit of suffering and how God uses suffering, but I, I, that still that right. doesn't resonate. Well, the, the place that we're so out of whack, and I'm I'm in this soup as well yeah. culturally is we we tend to think when things are going well that God is with us mm-hmm. and when things are going poorly then God has left the room mm-hmm. and that is just not biblical mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not biblical I know since the last time we talked you've been to China so you must have seen some of this in that context yeah I don't get me started I mean it's <laughs> it's uh we we don't have time uh, although I, I know we want to talk about this some over the next couple of sessions mm. um, i I was so uh, struck transformed uh, impacted well in, in coming wor- out of that situation in the words of the text did encouragement overflow oh, to you oh amazing 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 encouragement because here are these brothers and sisters who have nothing. They don't have resources. They don't have training. Many of them don't have uh, church buildings. They All they have is God wow. and the Word. And they are so full of joy and peace and confidence and boldness. And their, their encouragement did... I haven't thought of it that way, mm-hmm. but it it spilled over on me in such a way that it changed my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really changed me. You've seen that too, Michael. Yeah, well, and so have you. I mean, we've been we've been in Cuba together. We yeah. haven't been in China together, have not we? Together, not together, yet. Not yet. But 
Um, yeah, it, it, it is true, and it, and it's a mystery because you would think it would flow the other way, aren't you? You lucky Chinese Christians. I'm here. I'm oh. a biblical scholar. Oh. You're going to get the benefit of my teaching. And oh, then, listen. Or you know, and I do the same thing. Aren't you lucky? I'm here to play my guitar. Of course, you can't understand the Eng- my English words, but you know, aren't you lucky that I'm here? And then by the end of the mm. trip, you go. Well, I, I would thank find, you, God. Yeah, I would find myself at times in the middle of teaching, just to begin. You know, weeping (laughs) because I mean, not not to sentimentalize it, but but I mean, literally seeing what the church is supposed to look like. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. Really was amazing. Well, this uh, this is going to continue. Yes. Uh, George is going to be with us next time. And we're going to go even further here in Second Corinthians. And in a few minutes during our program today, we're going to be joined by some other men in the studio here to pray. And this this really helps us begin to get into that attitude of prayer. So, maybe George, thank you. We can pray for this overflow of encouragement. Mm. That's that's to, that's new language, mm. you know, for me. So, thank right. you for that. Yep. Well, and I want to encourage you guys that as I've listened to the program, um, it's it it has worked an encouragement in me mm-hmm. as I hear different brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm from all over the place, share about what's going on with them. It means a lot to us that you listen. It really does. Uh, But let's ask Michael to sing this song for us right now called Heal Our Land on this week that includes the National Day of Prayer. Ken Lewis plays percussion and joins Michael on this. And then afterwards, we'll talk with Pastor Denny Denson, who will help set up our prayer time with the men of the Empty Hands Fellowship. That song several years ago for the observance of the National Day of Prayer. Right. And right. this is the week of the National Day of Prayer. Yeah, we've invited uh, Pastor Denson to come and help us uh, sort of ramp up for an experience we're going to have here in a few minutes. Right. Denny, welcome, welcome back. Good to be here. Good to see you again, Wayne. Yeah. Now, you are the single representative at the moment yes. of the Empty Hands Fellowship. All the rest of the guys. A, a representative. And, I mean, I've never seen so many guys in the studio at one time, but they're all out there eating lunch right now. Yes. They're going to come into the studio in just a moment yes. and join us. What's going to happen here, Denny? We're blessed to be here. We're, we're the Empty Hands Fellowship. We've talked about it before, I think, yeah. on the station. Many and, times. Uh, a bunch of brothers who are cross-racial, cross-economical, and cross-denominational boundaries. We've been meeting together about 14, 15 years, and we meet twice a week, uh, once on Wednesday for, uh, just for fellowship and on Thursday for prayer. And we're, we're blessed today to have uh, a few of the brothers with us. We have Slavic, who's from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Charles Robinson, who's a native brother. This is an international we, gathering here, we have isn't da- it? David Green, 
uh, who's uh, who is the Empty Hands Fellowship? That's right. He's the brains behind <laughs> Empty Hands. He's the brains behind. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have uh, my my dear friend and brother uh, Scott Rowley, mm-hmm. and we have Bill Bill Miller, who is also a, a First Nation brother. So we have a cross section of what they what, what they and. Mm-hmm. And so we're just grateful to God to be invited to well, be here. Well, Larry Warren is going to be with us as Larry well. Warren, he's, yes. He's sort of a, a world <laughs> re- representative <laughs> he, he, of the world community. He's, he's the universal guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but uh, so so we're just blessed to be here. So yeah. we'll commence in a few minutes after our break coming up here with a concert of prayer right here in the studio with the men of the Empty Hands Fellowship. Uh, prayer. Yes. Prayer with a group of men like this. What does that mean to you, Denny? Well, well you know, Wayne, it took being a part of the Empty Hands Fellowship to understand when the, when the Bible speaks of when men get together and pray. Mm. Uh, now I understand what happens when men get together and pray. Uh, number one, uh, you, you learn their hearts. You know what their heart's all about. Yep. You never know someone until you hear them pray. Pray, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and not only that, but praying with men helps break, break down barriers. Mm. You become transparent because when you pray, you know, you can't fake that, you know, mm. and 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 uh, and to sit and hear my brothers pray a lot of times in their different languages you know it's a blessing you know and how the holy spirit just translate yeah uh from choctaw to to english of what what charles is praying about mm-hmm. so so it it yeah it's beyond uh even describing what happens there. Mm-hmm. I think you've been there. You, mm-hmm. you've, yeah. I've experienced that, as Michael has mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be great to be, to be together on this day. It's uh, such a special day. And for the opportunity for all of us to come together uh, before the Lord, what more could we want? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, there are many ways that we could go about what's going to happen here in a few minutes, Denny. But we've chosen the Acts model, beginning with adoration right. and confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Right. And, and, you know, that that's the basis for prayer, mm-hmm. that, I, I think, you know, and, and we're just so grateful to God for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm quite sure that uh, the radio audience will not be disappointed mm-hmm. when these brothers get together. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for giving us a little jump start here, Denny, and explaining what's going to happen so we can devote ourselves to prayer when we come back from the break here in a few mm-hmm. moments. Well, I, I, it's, again, it's a pleasure f- to be here, and, and thanks again for the invitation. So we, we want to invite everyone who's listening to come and join the men of the empty hands as, uh, as we reach out to the Lord. This is just the halfway point here in the studio with Michael Card. And before we move on, as we mentioned with George Guthrie, we want to remind you to spend some time this week reading the book of 2 Corinthians for yourself. And if today's study has stirred some questions about the Bible or living the Christian life, then please feel free to pass those on to us. We can be reached at inthestudio at michaelcard.com. We're thankful for each person that sends their story of how God is working through this time together each week, and we'll try to answer as many questions as we can on future broadcasts. Again, take a moment and pass along your email at inthestudio at michaelcard.com. Through the web, you can discover more about Michael's music and teaching ministry. Also, you can find out how to access our audio archives and program podcast. Just type michaelcard.com. Again, that's michaelcard.com. It's our desire to provide extra resources to guide you as you grow in your faith. And you can find more books and music at michaelcard.com. Well, as we've said, the men of the Empty Hands Fellowship are getting ready to move into the studio. We hope you'll take advantage of the opportunity to worship, sing, and of course, pray with us as we continue this edition in the studio after these messages. Coming up on Memorial Day, it's a new edition of In the Studio with Michael Card. Join us as we continue Michael's teaching series from the book of Job. And we'll talk with Dr. Lyle Dorsett about the sacrifice and ministry of military chaplains. And there's music from Michael that will connect the conversations. Look for our post online or as a podcast. Access the audio and get the podcast subscription details at michaelcard.com. And welcome back into the studio with Michael Card. Michael joining us now, a group of about a dozen men from the Empty Hands Fellowship. As we said earlier, we're going to spend this half hour in prayer together. Yeah, thanks uh, all you brothers for coming and uh, giving us a a piece of your uh, day. Uh, Yeah, it's great to look around and see all these faces. Uh, We prayed together for, what, about 15 years now? And Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. And, And it's great to share you guys 
with uh, the listening audience. So this will be a good time. We're uh, we're hoping and praying this time a prayer will be a blessing to many who listen in and maybe want to model it where they live as well. And join us in prayer here as we we do this together. As I said, we're going to follow the Acts formula, if you will, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, praying for others. So let's begin with adoration. I just happened to open to Psalm 45, your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. Your royal power is expressed in justice. You love what is right and hate what is wrong. Just one reason why we adore our God. And Scott, will you lead us in prayer? Our Father and our God, we come before you. We thank you that today you're the one that leads us and that you show us your character and even this scripture that's taught us what we know in our conscience, what's right and what's wrong. And we know that today what is right is to come before you as your children, called as your sons, adopted, and we do adore you and thank you that you're our Father. Um, As we were even thinking about this earlier, the idea that uh, a dad, Abba, um, pops, that familiar sound that comes from the the voice of the Lord Jesus, even that now um, brings us into intimacy with you. And I thank you that we can address you as Father. I also thank you, Jesus, that you're here. We adore you as the Son of God for what you've done for us in taking the cross, in rising from the dead, securing for us eternal life, which is knowing you and abiding with you, being engrafted. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, we worship and adore you as well. We thank you that you're real, that you're here with us, stirring. In our adoration before you now, we just ask that you continue to knit our hearts together as your body, one body, submitted to you, Jesus, all for the glory of you, our great Father, who we adore. Yes. Here are these prayers of adoration, Lord. Lord, through all the generations, you've been our home before the mountains were born, before you gave birth to the earth and the world, from the beginning to the end, you are God. Father, we just come before you now, just thanking and praising, lifting, magnifying, and exalting your holy name for who you are and what you are in our lives. Lord, we thank you for what you've done in our midst, knitting our hearts together. Lord God, we come now just lifting up the name of Jesus. Lord, we come just praising and magnifying your name, thanking you, O God, for all the provisions that you've made for us. Then, Lord, we thank you that we live in a country where we can worship and praise and magnify, Lord, without being interrupted. Lord, we thank you that we can lift up holy hands as we please. Lord, we can give you all the honor and glory and not suffer the consequences. So, Lord, we thank you for giving us this opportunity to just praise and lift, magnify and exalt your holy name. And then, Master, we lift up those who are not able to have this privilege to pray without interruptions. Lord, we ask that you just look on them with the compassion and mercy, knowing that you're able, my Father, because truly you've got all power in heaven and earth in your divine hands. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, again, we come to you just praising, lifting magnifying and exalting your holy name mm-hmm. because truly you're worthy to be praised. Mm. Bless you. Amen. Mm. Praise you. We love you, Lord, and we lift our voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. Bless you. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Larry? Lord Jesus, we do confess to you our sins. There's so many, too many to number. And Lord, we just thank you for forgiving us, for making us clean, uh, for telling us to come boldly before your throne of grace. Mm. It's unbelievable that, that, Lord, you would, we would have access to you. Yeah. In view of our sin, Lord, we confess our sins of selfishness, mm. our sin of, uh, of materialism, mm. our sin of busyness, mm. our sin of looking at only what's for us and not looking at the world the whole world that you died for. We confess our racism and all of our prejudices, Lord. Lord, Father, thank you for forgiving us. And we just confess, Lord, that that we've not cared for the poor. 
We've not even gone close to them. Right. Father, forgive us. Yeah. Have mercy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Prayers of confession. Mm-hmm. Lord, we are a people who are afraid. Mm-hmm. Afraid of, of nearly everything. Mm-hmm. That if we don't look just right, mm-hmm. then no one will like us. Mm-hmm. Or if we don't get that job, mm-hmm. then we'll be financially ruined. And none of it's real. Mm-hmm. It's all lies. Mm-hmm because you've made promises to us to feed us like birds and to clothe us like flowers and that everything else is just accessory, that we shouldn't be anxious for anything. And I know that we feel trapped, but you came to set us free. And thank you, God, that when we accepted Jesus, we died with him and we're raised with him hidden inside of him so that even when we do fall short, you don't see that. You see Christ. It is with a spirit of thanksgiving that we come to the Lord today. And as we pray, we want to offer him our thanks. And Brother Bill, you have something you'd like to share as you pray here. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to uh, send our prayers from all the nations and all the tribes across this land, this great land that you have blessed for Christ. God, uh, I want to address the people honestly with a, a prayer song. In our culture, the American Indian, we we prayed uh, by singing, and we sang with our drums and, and rattles and rasps, and we danced on your great earth that you created. So this song I'm going to sing is a thanksgiving song uh, to the Lord. Uh, being a Christian Native American, I send this out to my brothers and sisters in Christ, but to all those who don't know Jesus. Praise. to the Lord. He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. My Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day that you have given to me. Thank you, Lord, that you have found me here. Thank you that you went to Calvary to save me and to pay for my sins. Thank you, Lord, for the freedom that you give. Thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you have given to me in Jesus. Lord, thank you. And may my life be as a thank you note to you for your love towards me. Another prayer of thanksgiving. Lord, we thank you for your redemption, for taking us out of the the miry pit and putting our feet on a solid rock of your son, Jesus. 
Lord, we thank you for all the blessings we, we have here, the blessings in this country, freedom to pray in public and, and uh, the, the material blessings. And Lord, we thank you that you've made it clear to us why we're blessed, that we're blessed to be a blessing. We know the only difference between those struggling and those not is where they were born. And it's all about you, Lord. Thank you for putting us in a place that we can bless others. Thank you for that privilege and grant us the faith to follow Jesus wherever he may lead us. Thank you, Larry. I'd like us to turn to supplication, praying for the needs of others, specifically praying for those around the world. And as I look around this room, I know so many of you either come from some other place in the world to this place, or you have such a heart for other places in the world. So I would just urge you now, let's, let's spend a considerable amount of time here in the studio praying for the needs of the nations. Charles? Father God, we thank you that you love diversity. And it's, but just because some of our skin is darker than others or lighter than others, it does not make you love any one of us any less or any more than the others. Father, I know as I pray in Choctaw, you hear those prayers just as you do in any language. So I offer these prayers up to you. Piki Abaish Benilima, Chiho Chihofahat Halito Pashke, Isha Pili Chiki Yaralashke, Nana Ishanika Yani Pakanaya Ayomaka Aba Yakinya Makachil Mashke, Hima Nitak Ishpak Pima Piskakion Espi Pitashke, Make Mignana Ilahika Putta Ispika Shkofkut. Lord, I just thank you for the pastors from Empty Hands in the Spanish community, Pastor Jose Duran and Pastor Neil Pius, Lord, and they're both from Venezuela and have come here and started a church in Franklin. Thank you that they are leading Hispanic community in Franklin, that they are ministering and reaching out through the church and through their outreach projects, Cinco de Mayo, just touching the community. Thank you for their lives and their testimony and their work here in our midst. And Lord, I just think about Venezuela as my own family has spent over a decade living there uh, my brother and my father, planting churches, ministering to that place. And as our brothers are from Venezuela, Lord, I have a heart for the church in Venezuela. And having just returned there a few weeks ago and uh, seen one more time just how your spirit is moving in that place and how the church is growing, I thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for the leaders. I thank you for others who have stepped out on faith. In the midst of adversity and difficult times, your church is growing. Thank you for radio stations there. There's over 150 now who are proclaiming the gospel. And when it seems that maybe publicly the gospel may not be able to be proclaimed as it used to be, then in other ways your church will grow in advance. And I praise you for that. Yes. So now, Lord, let me just say a prayer for the, for the church and the nation of Venezuela mm -hmm. in, in the Spanish language. Mm -hmm. Señor, te doy gracias que tu espíritu está moviendo entre tu cuerpo allí en Venezuela. Te doy gracias, Señor, porque has levantado líderes que marchan adelante con fe, sin muchas veces tener finanzas y saber cómo van a acontecer estas cosas. Tú provees sus necesidades día por día. Gracias por su fe. Gracias por tu obra, lo que tú estás haciendo en ese lugar. Gracias por el ejemplo que el cuerpo nos da a nosotros aquí en este país. Bendiga a los padres. Gracias por tu palabra que está creciendo en ese lugar. Pido por ese país que el evangelio crezca más y más cada día y que fortalezca tu iglesia ahí en Venezuela. Por esto te damos gracias, Señor Jesucristo. En tu nombre te alabamos. Gracias, David. Scott, you've most recently been in Iraq. Would you pray mm -hmm. for the Iraq and the Middle East? Yeah, our Father, as we are reminded of our brother Dietrich Bonhoeffer, uh, a true martyr in the sense that he stood up against uh, Hitler's regime, uh, put to death there in the Second World War. Um, 
Lord, there's uh, evil in the land, and even as you were put to death in the hands of evil people that were just like me, uh, the sins of the people that you died for, Lord, war is everywhere. We even understand the scriptures in, in some sense, understanding that uh, the violent bear it away, that your work is being done even in the midst of martyrdom all through the, through the entire world, in the South American continent, all up and down throughout Africa, certainly in the Middle East and also in the Asian continent as well. Lord, there are wars raging, and there are hot wars, there are fire wars, and we would pray for Christians who are there, innocents that are there, that you would protect them and give them wisdom, give them uh, an ability to hide, give them ability to be protected. Would you bring uh, those with resources and means to be a part of protection of the innocent and give us good hearts and good courage? Um, Certainly in Iraq even now, um, for those that are in battle, we would pray for their protection. And for those that are are being uh, called out as your your children, that you would, uh, Lord, bring that uh, great revival to, to full bear, that it would be... Um, a full a full harvest of souls yes. according to your word and according to your plan. Uh, help us to continue to pray for our brothers and sisters and the church in Iraq um, and throughout that area in Kurdistan, just recently coming from the north, being being amazed at your great work there in such a vital part of our of our history, the Garden of Eden, where uh, uh, where Noah's Ark sat down, where you created and recreated mankind, where. Even now, the uh, the history of Daniel and others that had courage to stand against evil, um, that that's the, that's the history there. We pray that you'd continue to embolden the body. Um, we love you, Jesus, and we thank you for our Iraqi brothers and sisters. We pray with and for them right now with all of our heart that you'd accomplish your goal, that your will would be done there according to your purpose and means. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Our brother John Thomas has just joined us from South Africa. And John, as we pray for the needs of those on the African continent and especially for those victims of AIDS, I wonder if you would lead us in prayer. Sure. Father, we want to thank you that you are sovereign over every aspect of life. And Lord, when we look at the challenges of the African continent, we want to thank you, Lord, that you are in control. But today we pray, Lord, for your grace for your mercy, for your compassion over Africa. Lord, I want to thank you for thousands of Christians around the world and in America who really care about people in Africa. And I want to pray, Lord, that you would extend that burden, that we as your children would understand your mandate to have your compassionate action heart to reach out to the poor, to the hungry, to those in trouble spots, to those who have become infected and affected by HIV and AIDS. Lord, I pray for those who are suffering without any form of treatment, without any hope. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ would reach them. I pray that they might come to know you In some way, I pray, Lord, you would challenge Christians in Africa and Christians around the world to share the good news Mm -hmm. of the Lord Jesus Christ, that in Jesus there is hope. Mm -hmm. In Jesus, though you have a hopeless disease, Mm -hmm. you can find peace. And so, Lord, we pray for everyone involved in bringing the love and care Mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ to those situations, that you would give them strength, Mm. that you'd give them insight, that you'd give them wisdom. Pray, Lord, for those in support services around the world seeking to make a difference. I thank you for them, Lord, and I pray that you would make us all bolder in our efforts in this incredible opportunity you've given us. Lord, it's an extraordinary opportunity, the greatest opportunity in the history of mankind. I pray that your church would wake up and grab the incredible opportunities. Not only do we pray for HIV and AIDS in Africa, Lord, we pray about the war-torn regions, the Darfur, Sudan, places where opportunity knocks at the door for us. Oh, Lord, help us to understand your heart for the poor and needy. Help us to see how you spent time with the poor and needy when you were here. Help us to see, Lord, how you, 
you kind of reach the poor and needy and give us the heart of Jesus. Lord, burden us not just with a a small burden, but give us your heart. Help us to see the Father's heart. I pray for children who are ravaged by poverty and hunger and HIV and AIDS. Pray for innocent victims. Lord, that you would just come find them and put your big arms around them. And so, Lord, we thank you that you have a solution. And I pray you would make us a church that is awake, seeking to do everything that Jesus would have done. Help us, Lord, to be able to bring the message so that people see Jesus first and then say, tell me about him. And so I ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Michael, could I ask you to pray for China and the Asian nations? Yes, Lord, um, we thank you for the revival in uh, the northern part of Vietnam, and we lift up Pastor Elijah and all those church planters. We uh, especially focus now on the massive uh, body of Christ in China uh, for those who are studying your word underground, literally in holes in the ground, for those who are uh, connected to other churches, churches that are uh, recognized, but still you're, you're doing your work there. We thank you that your word is getting into China uh, freely now. We, we're not having to smuggle Bibles in uh, the way we used to. We thank you for that. And also, Lord, I want to I lift up Cuba to you and your church there, and uh, especially uh, Pastor Eduardo, and pray that you would be with him this, this very moment. In your name, Jesus. I know it's the custom of the empty hands men to sing a prayer. We call it the doxology at the end of your prayer times, and we'd like to do that in the studio. So can we do that, Scott? Yeah. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Thanks again, brothers, Mm -hmm. and uh, ask that these prayers would continue uh, to move on. Let us pray without ceasing as we leave. God, make us unusually aware of his presence with us. Mm -hmm. Thanks, brothers. God bless you. I think we've just had a taste of the rich fellowship we will experience for eternity. I'm sad to say, though, that we've come to the end of this session in the studio with Michael Card. If you have a reaction to what has been presented today, then please get in touch with us. Send your comments as well as your prayer requests and Bible questions to inthestudio at michaelcard.com. That's inthestudio at michaelcard.com. Through the web, you can stay connected with all that's going on with this broadcast at michaelcard.com. Now, if you missed any part of today, or if you need to listen again, then we hope you'll take full advantage of our radio archive. And online, you can find out more about how you can access the program podcast. Another way to stay connected with us is through the e-devotional. Each week, Michael prepares scripture and thoughts that coincide with the broadcast. We've had some great comments come in from subscribers who tell us how thankful they are for this. Information about this helpful reminder and a complete listing of Michael's music and books, including the latest book release that goes further into the topic of lament, titled The Hidden Face of God, can be found online at michaelcard.com. And we are excited to be a member of the RBC family of ministries. And if you're looking for new ways to connect with God's Word, then check out the great resources and devotionals that can enrich your study of the Bible. You can find the way to these extensive web tools through the link to rbc at michaelcard.com. Our producer is Joe Carlson. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for being with us in the studio with Michael Card. In the Studio with Michael Card is produced in cooperation with RBC Ministries and the Moody Broadcasting Network.